No laundry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to No Disclosure. This is episode 30-something. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's Wednesday again. <laughs> yeah, it's Wednesday again. <sighs> On April 10th, um, I'm taking a little vacation from work. Yeah, so I'm going to try to bust out some episodes of No Disclosure for the peeps. We're going to try to get more than just one a week, you know, one that week done. Maybe two. <laughs> yeah, maybe two and a half. You know, you never know. That that'd be that'd be fancy, wouldn't it? Uh, I want to thank all the I want to thank to all the yeah, let's say it that way. I want to thank to all the people. <laughs> I want to thank all the people that regularly listen to No Disclosure. Thank you for keeping this show going. I really appreciate your support. I appreciate your fanciness. I don't appreciate this crooked pop filter. Let me fix it. There we go. I appreciate you guys sharing no disclosure. Oh my gosh. Maybe we should do this later. <laughs> I appreciate everybody listening to no disclosure, sharing it, telling your uncle Dennis. Um, you know, it, it's awesome. It, it's just, it's fancy. So, um, let's, uh, <laughs> this is going to be a weird one. The cat is in rare form today, so this might be a little bit of a noisy episode of No Disclosure. But like I said, yeah, I have no sound booth. I have no um, uh, sound isolating shields that don't really work. I don't record this in a closet. I don't do any of that stuff because you know there are five people that live in in this in this apartment, and I gotta be respectful to the other people that live here. Plus, I like sitting at the kitchen table. I don't like standing up and doing the podcast, which on every, you know, like podcast how-to video or, you know, whatever, like the, uh, they say you're supposed to stand up for some reason. I don't know. Maybe to make the podcast more uh, electric and entertaining. Well, I'm electric and entertaining sitting down. How's that? Mm. But, uh, hey, I, I wanted to tell you guys, I made up a cool, if you haven't read about this on Facebook, I made up a cool little challenge for myself. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know about trauma. <laughs> but uh, if you guys don't know about trauma entertainment, uh, think of it this way. It, the trauma is the unwashed underbelly of the art of cinema. <laughs> it's uh, independent filmmaking at its best. Uh, making the absolutely most um, just <laughs> the, the most horrible gut-wrenching, offensive films that they possibly can on purpose. I mean, it's not Sharknado bad, um, because that's just cringy. It, this is stupidity and over-the-topness in uh, the most wonderful, self-aware way. So I watched The Toxic Avenger yesterday. Hadn't seen it since I was a teenager. My parents wouldn't let me watch that movie when I was a kid, which is weird because there was an animated series when I was a kid, The Toxic Crusaders. I believe uh, the second movie or third movie was out by then. But, um, you know, when I found out that this was based on a film, I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, hey, Mom, Dad, ruler number one, tyrant number two, can I watch this movie? And they were like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't understand. I mean, I mean this is a movie that's based, you know, this is a, a, a kid's TV show that I was allowed to watch. Um, 
you know, it was based on a movie. So I was like, oh, I don't watch a movie. And I remember I was about 14 sneaking downstairs and uh, watching it on HBO. Well, I don't, I didn't remember much of it before yesterday. There were some scenes that kind of stuck with me and stuff. And um, I watched it again yesterday. And yeah, I totally see why my parents didn't let me watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, they were cool with Ren and Stimpy. They were cool with movies like Total Recall. A Girl with Three Boobs is okay, but uh, yeah, I totally understand why they didn't let me watch Toxic Avenger. And I'm not being sarcastic. Whew. Man, <laughs> that movie is something else. I don't know if you can hear Cassie's phone going off every eight seconds, but um, yeah, it, yeah if, if he didn't hear it, it goes like this. So um, I'm going to record that sound externally, and I'll loop it throughout this whole video so we don't miss out on the action. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking to Trump over there? Mandy? Mandy? Cool. <laughs> Tell her I said hi. So uh, that movie is messed up. <laughs> uh, so I, I came up with this little challenge for myself. Um, I, I saw this list online of the 47 greatest movies by Troma. Uh, why 47? I don't know. But um, I thought to myself, you know, it'd be cool. I'm going to watch 47 of my favorite Troma f films or 27 of the most well-known or, you know, what's considered the best, quote-unquote, best Troma films and see if I could bust out all 47 in the in a year. I know it's already March, but, yeah, you know, we'll give it a shot. So um, the second film on the list was uh, Cannibal the Musical. <laughs> I'd never seen it before until yesterday, <clears throat> and it was absolutely brilliant. Just think about it this way. It was actually Trey Parker and Matt Stone's first film, believe it or not. Uh, they made this while they were still in college, and, uh, uh, but you know, apparently the folks over at Troma, Mr. Lloyd Kaufman, uh, saw the brilliance in uh, these individuals and decided to uh, distribute their film for them. Uh, Cannibal the Musical is absolutely insane. Think about it as if, if, okay, let me put it into perspective. Picture if Mel Brooks was fired right before Blazing Saddles was filmed or right before the script was written, and then they brought Lloyd Kaufman in and Trey Parker and Matt Stone. <laughs> That's what Cannibal the Musical is. It's a Western. But, man, it's over the top. It's hilarious. It's cheesy as hell. It's uh, and it came out one year, one year uh, before the pilot for South South Park. Um, so you know, naturally, this thing was filmed um, probably a year, two years, you know, before that. So this is um, the youngest of Trey Parker and Matt Stone. It is. It's like a two-hour-long episode western of South Park. The music is really good because you guys know you you know a lot of if you listen to this show, you watch South Park. <laughs> Trust me. Mm. Coffee. <clears throat> and you guys know the music segments in South Park. The music is just awesome. It's hilarious. There's actually some really good music in Cannibal the Musical. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's uh, Think of it as like Blazing Saddles meets Oklahoma. And then mix Troma in with that. <laughs> so um, I just thought it was so fitting that uh, Trey Parker and... and, and uh, Matt Stone, that their uh, first film was uh, a trauma movie. How perfect is that? So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. <laughs> um, join in on this challenge with me. In no particular order, you just have to watch 47 trauma movies within the space of a year. 
and uh, <laughs> at the Tromathon. So uh, the next movie I might watch, I'm thinking about Tromeo and Juliet or Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. <clears throat> so, <laughs> yeah, do it with me, peoples. So uh, let's get into our no disclosureiness. Let's let's do how no disclosure do here. A Canada man appeals court ruling against a license plate. What? A vanity license plate that says "Grab her." Are you kidding? That's awesome. <laughs> I wish you could see this picture of this guy. <laughs> He's holding up this license plate, being like, mm-hmm. "A Canadian man is set to appeal a new court ruling that revokes his vanity license plate that bears his last name." Grab her. Oh, that's his actual last name. Come on. You knew what you were doing, man. God. Lauren Grabher of Nova Scotia claims he's been using his family name on his license plate without incident for nearly three decades. My ass. According to reports, the Department of Motor Vehicles first approved the Grabher license plate around 1990 and has renewed it without issue ever since. Okay, I take back the my ass. Apparently that was true. But in the age of everyday, you know, getting butt hurt about everything. Uh, in 2016, an anonymous person complained about it. Yeah, that's probably that's usually how it goes to the Department of Motor Vehicles, claiming it promoted hatred against women. How does the words grab her? Promote hatred against women. You need to put this into context. All right. Maybe she's falling into a deep, a deep puddle. Are you just going to let a woman fall in a puddle? No, you grab her. You help her up. What if she's sinking in quicksand? Hmm? What if this was the guy's last name? See, you got to think about that stuff. You, uh, you know, blue-haired freakazoids that... <laughs> either blue-haired because you're old or blue-haired because you shaved half of it and dyed it that way. Uh, Grabber and his attorneys have demanded the license plate and reinstated, claiming the decision was discriminatory and unreasonable, violation of free expression, blah, blah, blah. In January, the no, 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 dis, the no disclosure Supreme, <laughs> I don't know, the Nova Scotia, screw it, the no disclosure Supreme Court ruled license plates are not public spaces with a history of free expression and that this particular plate was recalled because it could be interpreted as socially unacceptable, blah, 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 blah. This reminds me of a story of my grandpa. And uh, I wish I could put into perspective just the kind of man my grandfather was. But <laughs> his birth name is William Howard Amos. So when he went to renew his license plate one year, he wanted to put W-H-A-K-M-A. William Howard Amos and then a space, kiss my ass. <laughs> and he was dead serious about it too. So he tried to pull one over on the... Uh, uh, Department of Motor Vehicles, and he's getting his uh, vanity plate done. And uh, <laughs> he's standing there arguing with the lady <laughs> at the TMV, trying to come up with what it means, and he can't think of anything, you know? So he's standing there stammering. And <laughs> I just remember him freaking out on that poor lady because she caught his ass, and he didn't think of something else that KMA would stand for, you know, so he could have a valid argument. <laughs> He, oh, he almost got away with it. But yeah, that's the kind of guy my grandpa was. Uh, so, Mr. Grabher, um, you're, you're a true Canadian patriot, sir. <laughs> don't, let the, don't let the peoples get you down. Don't let the feminists get you down. Paint it on the side of your car. See, that's free advertisement. If you own your vehicle, you know, if you don't lease it or anything like that, you truly own it, you can do whatever you want with it. Put a 10-foot spoiler on the back as long as you don't get pulled over. 
you can, you know, like my uh, my vehicle on one side, it, it says no disclosure. Uh, seriously, it says no disclosure and spray paint on the side. And the other side says free candy. So, you know, you do whatever you want. But, you know, put it on the side side of your Canadian car on your Canada V on your Canada mobile. Pig sparks farm fire in England after eating defecating battery powered pedometer. That was too weird not to click on. There was a lot of information in that title, yes? <laughs> Firefighters in England were called to save the bacon Saturday. You went there? Really? Okay, what's the source on this? Stephen Soros at Fox News. Okay. You went with the pun. All right. Firefighters in England were called to save the bacon Saturday after a pig sparked a fire in its pen by swallowing a pedometer. Which... <laughs> <laughs> which then combusted after nature had taken its course. <laughs> Fire crews responded to the 800 square foot. Uh, for use, For those of you who uh, listen outside of Murica, that's 75 square meters. Just letting you know. Uh, Blaze at four pig pens on a farm near B- B- Bramham. Bramham? The place is called Bramham? Is that how you pronounce it? Leeds. Around 1.30 p.m., the New North Yorkshire Fire and Rescue Service said. <clears throat> Should be an oink, not a tweet, the service wrote on Twitter. Okay, that's enough puns for one article. <laughs> What's up with the puns today, guys? <laughs> Jeez. North, <laughs> North Carolina woman who turns 100 gets a unique birthday wish. Oh, good Lord. God knows what that is. Ah, Gobby. It's turning into an asthma video. North Carolina woman who turns 100 gets a unique birthday wish. If she ages anything like I'm going to, if I live that long, I'm going to have some pretty interesting birthday wishes because I'm already 36 and my give a shit button is completely broken. It broke, you know, a couple years ago. I just, it's gone. (laughs) North Carolina police arrested a 100, whoa, she got arrested for it, arrested a 100-year-old woman at her nursing home Thursday. Uh, Okay, wait a minute. She's in a nursing home. Okay, wait. Let, let's find out the background of why she's in a nursing home first. Because I know a lot of people are in a nursing home because of physical issues, not mental. So maybe she's squared away. But if she's not, shame on you, police, for barging into a nursing home like a bunch of terrorists at a tea party. Uh, she was able to cross uh, going to jail off her bucket list. Roxborough resident Ruth Bryant was having a celebration for her 100th birthday when police arrived at Cambridge Hills Assisted Living Center. <clears throat> As her friends and family gathered, a person county deputy approached with handcuffs and asked, Are you Miss Bryant? It all depends on what you want, Bryant replied. Okay, but let's get on with it here. Here's what I want. I want you, Bryant, and the officer who said she was wanted on indecent exposure were in on the gag. Bryant was handcuffed to her walker and placed in a patrol... Okay, what the hell is going on here? Uh... Was this a put-on? I'm in the jailhouse now. I finally got here, said Bryant, before hugging the chief jailer and returning to her assisted living center. Oh! Okay, I get it. All right. Cassie, did you hear that? Okay, so this 100-year-old lady, she'd never been arrested before. Yeah, and she did a put-on, didn't tell anybody, not even her daughter. (laughs) So the police came in and arrested her for indecent exposure, put her in the slammer just for the experience. That's actually kind of cool. My hat's off to you, uh, uh, police person, county, county police, police county peoples. That's awesome. 
Okay, here's the story that I wanted to click on last time. We didn't really have time last time on the last episode of No Disclosure, but I just kind of chuckled at it. We did mention this, but I want to see what really happened here. Uh, The Canadian boy. Boy, Canada's really really hopping this morning. Canadian boy, 8 years old, wins $200 worth of cannabis (laughs) products at a youth hockey tournament. A grandfather in Canada says he was outraged after finding out what his eight-year-old grandson had won in a raffle at a youth hockey tournament. $200 worth of cannabis, ah, worth of marijuana products. <laughs> Keith Redl. How do you pronounce that? R-E-D-L. Keith Riddle? Redl. Of British Columbia told Toronto CTV News that his grandson, who plays in a youth hockey league, had entered raffle tickets to win a prize. It's a youth hockey league, correct? Why are they giving out cannabis shit? Each team is usually responsible for putting a gift basket or prize package together with a minimum value of $50. And then what they do is they have a big setup and they have a proper paper bag taped in front of each of these prizes. The prizes are usually geared towards children. (laughs) The riddle, riddle... I'm just going to call him the Riddler. The Riddler's grandson had put his tickets in a particular bag. His family was later notified he'd won $200 worth of pot. (laughs) That's awesome. Man. (laughs) Who's the alpha that made that? That's a gift basket for sure. A picture taken uh, the child's father shows various cannabis paraphernalia, including edibles, a lighter, and a... That is awesome. Did they find the person who put this uh, little gift package together? That's fantastic. At a youth hockey tournament. God. (laughs) I don't know whether to be impressed, be awed, or be sickened. Maybe all three at the same time. My grandson thought he'd won a great prize. Well, you kind of (laughs) did. You're going (laughs) to... Just not at this stage in life, huh? Dad, I won chocolate. No, son, there's drugs in the chocolate. <laughs> How do you explain that to a kid? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're just going to leave it there. I don't care if they caught the person that did it. Uh, that's 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 actually kind of funny. Uh, let's see. Falling ice in Vermont kills a woman. Yeah, we heard about that. <laughs> All right, let's see uh, what else we have. Fox News looks a little tapped out here. Let's go to our old friends at Sky. See what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I disabled my cookies just yesterday. So I'm getting a pop-up with every damn website I go to. This site uses cookies. This site uses cookies. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the mirror in the UK. Let's see what's going on. Boohoo Shopper gobsmacked but what's a gobsmack oh wait are are people offended by the word godsmack now are they referring it to gobsmack okay tell me if whatever you're listening to this on has a comment section or you could send me a voice message or interact in any way tell me what the hell a gobsmack is i've heard of a godsmack are people butthurt about that word now too jiminy christmas Uh, sounds like a lot of you people need 200 pounds worth of weed just chill out. $200 worth of weed, I mean. 200 pounds? That probably, yeah. Maybe some of you need 200 pounds worth of weed. I don't know. But, <laughs> gobsmacked. I don't, I don't even want to know. 
Um, let's see. Dapper laughs and pal share with... There's a lot of English slang in here. It sounds like I'm reading gibberish. Police respond to reports of a lion on the loose. Turns out to be a really big dog. Cool. So someone doesn't... We can't tell the difference between a lion and a dog. Uh, let's see. Mom accused of stealing show home photos as her own pristine home. People do that all the time. Dad shares picture of stairs after son went to the toilet and bum shuffled down. <laughs> I love the mirror in the UK. <laughs> they don't hide their slang at all. Mum, bum, all that stuff. We should say bum in this country. I like that word for, for F. Just call it our bum. <clears throat> Let's see. People baffled by unusual shoes, brides. I don't care. Coronavirus. We're all about the coronavirus right now, aren't we? Nurses' advice on how to avoid killer bug and cleaning your jewelry is key. Okay. I've been thinking about this for days. I mean, should I uh, chime in on this or not? Okay. Uh, if I come down with the coronavirus, I'm totally going to freak out because I only have, I mean, it, it's scary. I only have a 98% chance of survival. Um, the flu has a better chance of killing me than the coronavirus does. And every time I look on, I mean, I know this affects people with immunodeficiencies, the elderly kids and everything, but how is that different than the flu? <laughs> Uh, if you have an immunodeficiency uh, deal, yeah, pretty much everything, you know, can kick your ass just as efficiently as the coronavirus. I know I'm not trapped on a cruise ship, but hear me out here. Um, every time I look on TV, I see about the, how to prepare yourself for the coronavirus, and this is overtaking the world, and this is messing up the world's economy and stuff. I understand that people do have to um, stop this from spreading. We don't want to treat this as you know, something little that could potentially mutate and become something huge. Um, so, you know, precautions are, are necessary. I'm glad that they're taking the precautions and canceling big uh, events, you know, and all that stuff. But the American news media is insane. <laughs> it's just insane. I'm seeing Y2K all over again. I'm seeing Africanized bees all over again. I don't know why the media does this. Maybe because it boost the economy it makes money i don't that there's there's got to be something money involved here when something like this happens blowing it completely out of proportion telling people that the end is nigh and we're all going to become zombies uh, there's got to be some kind of kickback from reporting the news like that do what you always do peeps all right if you feel the need to wear a face mask go for it wash your damn hands um, if you are out of toilet paper, it's okay to use your hand. Just make sure you wash it with soap and water afterwards. I'm, I'm not a big toilet paper guy. I use, uh, you know, I just go in the other room. I use some of Cassie's shirts. Don't worry. We use OxyClean, so she never knows the difference. Cassie, that's totally a joke. But yeah, okay. Uh, I'm just here to tell you. Listen to Dr. Billy here, okay? The coronavirus isn't going to turn everyone into, you know, face-eating bath salt zombies. It's not going to overtake the world. It is a serious deal. And uh, precautions are being taken. Be smart. Just do what you always do when, you know, there's there's when it's flu season or whatever, and you'll be fine. Kids, the elderly, those with immunodeficiency issues, those people are susceptible anyway even if it was the common cold even if it was the flu itself um <clears throat> this thing hasn't turned into the black plague yet 
So just do your due diligence. You don't need to go to the grocery store and buy 700 loaves of bread and five gallons of milk. You don't need to go fill up your, your damn generators and shit. It's not the end of the world, okay? Although the media would, def, would, would love to tell you that it is because uh, there's something lucrative in this for them. Um, just don't, don't believe everything you hear. Uh, my, I tell my kids all the time, even when I tell them things um, about true history and things that happen, you know, stuff like that, anything, just about life, recent news, anything. Always question what you hear, okay? Always. <clears throat> it doesn't matter what it is. Always question what you hear, especially in the, in the news media. We've sat back. People from Zenial on can relate to this. We've sat back and watched an entire generation of people turn from complete badasses to, you know, bipedal sheep. We've seen it happen. We've seen the effect of what occurs when an entire generation of people believe every single thing that the news and the government tells them. Don't do it. Question every single thing that you hear. The coronavirus isn't going to wipe us all out. Not yet, anyway. So uh, you can now get paid to drink champagne and eat cake at wedding fairs. That's a thing? That's a job? Dude, how do you apply for that? Let's click on it. Drink champagne and eat cake at wedding fairs. Is that what you call them in England? Wedding fairs? That's kind of cool. We should call them that here. Um, I'm moving to England. Uh, let's see. Aside from making a lifelong commitment to the person you love and wearing a gorgeous dress, <clears throat> we're reading this from the UK. We got to do this properly. Aside from making a lifelong commitment to the person you love and wearing a gorgeous dress, undoubtedly the best thing about weddings is the free cake and the booze. But what if you could enjoy these on a regular basis and not get paid for it? Without getting married or having to attend a wedding. Well, now you can. That's because an online exhibition. <laughs> we should do it from the other. Like every every paragraph, we should do a different region of England. That's because an online exhibition platform is looking to hire a member of the public as a wedding fair tester to travel around the UK and review wedding fairs across England, Wales, and Scotland. <laughs> the successful candidate will be paid $50 an hour, as well as travel expenses and must be wedding obsessed. That's kind of cool. I like that job. Cassie, we're moving to England. I'm going to be a champagne cake eaty thingy guy. That's that's the actual job job title. That's what it's called. And if it's not, damn it, I'm going to change it to that. Woman, <laughs> Chocolate lovers disgusted after seeing how much sugar is in Cadbury cream egg. Yeah. If you like Cadbury eggs, which I do, I'm obsessed with Cadbury eggs. Let me get some coffee real quick. Oh, yes. If you're, obsessed, <laughs> if, if you're obsessed with Cadbury eggs like I am, do not. Just just don't. Don't look up the comparison, you know, or the, you know, the thing where they show, like, in cups and, like, how much sugar is in a certain, you know, food, foodie, foodie, foodie product. Don't look that up for Cadbury eggs if you like them. It, it will, it'll ruin them. I'm on a diet, um, which is really weird. Uh, my grandmother, actually, she lost, God, about 80 pounds. And she didn't change her lifestyle, really. I mean, she just controlled her food portions. She looked on the nutrition facts of all these foods that she liked, and she found out just how much she was overeating. Because looking at the portion sizes, like, oh, my God, I'm only supposed to have a cup of Cheerios, you know, and stuff. I'm eating, like, giant bowls of them. 
and she would just pay attention to, you know, the actual portion sizes. Like, you know, uh, if you're eating meat, no bigger than the size of your palm and stuff like that. Um, you know, um, unless you're like Andre the Giant, that, that would suck. But, you know, she did it and lost a lot of weight. So me, I'm paying more attention. I downloaded that um, my fitness app that really does help out a lot. I'm not endorsed by them anyway because your app sucks and it freezes all the time. So even if I was endorsed by I'm not going to lie to the peoples. I'm not going to lie to my listeners. I'm going to say, I'm going to make an ad for you, but then I'll manage to slip somewhere in there that your app doesn't work worth a piss. But um, I'm controlling my calories. I'm keeping it under 2 million a day as opposed to the 3 million that I was getting. Um, you know, counting my calories, paying attention to portion sizes, um, eating small meals, you know, uh, that, you know, a guinea pig would consider small. D- you should see this stuff. Look at the nutrition facts on the, on the stuff you eat. Look at the portion sizes. It's insane. I don't know how I'm still alive. I have no idea how I'm still alive. I'm not going to lose weight for a long time after plugging it into the app because, um, at this rate, I could live off my body fat for about 300 years and it's going to take me about the last I checked when I really did the math, it's going to take me close to a millennia to lose the weight that I need to lose. So yeah, we're, we're hopeful. We're rocking. We're doing our thing, (laughs) but yeah, don't, uh, Coca-Cola, same thing. Don't look up how much sugar is in that. Um, I was telling somebody at work recently that, uh, Coca-Cola, I don't know what, I don't know what, uh, chemicals that they put in it but coca-cola has so much sugar in it that your body naturally uh has the urge this is true i'm not screwing around i'm really not i, I should have like a disclaimer sound like a ding <laughs> that <laughs> i could play when you know i'm not being a dork uh. just so you guys know because you probably won't believe me when i say i'm not screwing around but Coca-Cola has so much sugar in it that your body naturally wants to reject it. Your body does, uh, it has the urge to vomit by consuming that much sugar. So they put this chemical in it. I forget what it's called. We'll have to look that up. There's a chemical purposely placed in Coca-Cola that um, that stifles the need or <laughs> to, to vomit up all that sugar. It's a fact. Watch. Uh, let's see. Chemical added to Coca-Cola to keep you from vomiting. According to Telegraph, based on research by health writer Wade Meredith, it explains that a 330 milliliters can of Coca-Cola contains so much sugar, your body should vomit, but the phosphoric acid cuts the flavor, helping you keep the liquid down. There we go. Straight from Google, kids. Can you believe that? We're consuming so much sugar and shit that even if it's at the point where your body naturally rejects it, these companies are like, ah, oh, we'll put a chemical in there to stop that, and we still drink it. You know what? I, you know what I use Coca Cola for? I'll tell you straight up, Cassie. How often do I drink soda? Not very often. Not very often. Not very often. Hardly ever. I drink straight up water all the time. I have no idea why. Well, I know why I'm so fat because I don't pay attention to portion sizes. Um, but you know, and my job is fairly sedentary, but. Uh, you know what I, I I don't I just don't drink soda. But you, you know what I use I use Coca Cola quite a bit. You know what I use it for? You want me to tell you? You want me to tell you? Ha 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 ha! Getting the crap off my freaking car battery. That's what you're putting in your stomach. And you know what? It works really well too. Uh, let's see. Unreal Foundation hack. Blah 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 blip. Ooh, boobs again. Misguided and showing model side boob banned for presenting women as sexual objects. 
<laughs> this is my favorite double-edged sword in the media, right? All these women want to dress like complete whores, uh, not caring that there's other young, impressionable women that look up to them, you know, thinking that it's okay to say, oh, I'm a big, strong woman, I, you know, women power, you know, all that. Boobs, boobage, side boobs. Look at half my freaking chest. My shirt doesn't even open properly. I'm going to wear a dress that literally has to be taped to my body. But, you know, woman power. Like, that's not how you show strength. That's not how you show that you're a badass, okay? That's my favorite double-edged sword. And then, you know, women are, uh, they, they come up with these ways that women are objectified that uh, in use of sexual objects that are such a stretch. Such a stretch. I feel like anymore it's, illegal to be manly it is it's it's looked down upon to be a manly man in this day and age it, it's crazy uh, that's why because i'm not a particularly hairy guy that's why whenever i cut my hair i save the hair i paste it to my back and about once a week i'll go kill a grizzly bear with a loose leaf notebook just to make sure my manliness is there what time are we at? <laughs> 33. Women pays 35 pounds for luxury ombre nails, but they end up looking like dog nipples. They do look like dog nipples. Wow. So, appar <laughs> so apparently you could go to England and for only 35 pounds, I'm looking at the picture right now, for only 35 pounds, you could get nails that look like straight up dog nipples. <laughs> That's... That's fantastic. Experts have say, uh, experts have say, suck, 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 suck. I'm just sitting here going, hur, hur. can't read right. Experts have say on whether ketchup should be kept in the fridge or not. Do you have to refrigerate ketchup? Cassie? I always did. You always did? I did too. My family always refrigerated ketchup. This goes back to the onion question. Do you guys refrigerate ketchup? Let's have a poll, okay? No, seriously, let's, <laughs> let's do this thing. Hmm? This isn't just for listener interaction. I really genuinely want to know this. <laughs> if whatever you're listening to this on has a comment section, voice message thing, whatever, Facebook, let's have a poll. I want to know how many of you do or do not keep ketchup in the fridge. This is just something that genuinely interests me. Mom brands kids book complaining reproduction child friendly Kama Sutra. Well, isn't. <laughs> at its root isn't the Kama Sutra child friendly think about that oh she it's, it's pro child anyway owners of super clingy cat trick okay this is getting weird now let's go to the proper news and see what's going on because the uh, let's go to MSN because even the weird news section is kind of weird today <laughs> Biden oh hello Biden um, Bernie Sanders. I think we've talked enough about those two fools lately. More than 50 cases traced back to one attorney. Three. I know. I heard about this too. The the a lot of these cases in the U.S. of the coronavirus are being traced back to like one attorney. What's up with this guy? Is he just sitting in his house injecting him, like rubbing himself all over the place with his with the coronavirus? How did it, all of this come from one dude? He must do a lot of traveling. Um, let's see. This is all Biden and Sanders, like almost all of it. Storm causes accidents, delays across the U.S., blah, blah, blah. 
Hmm. Russia allows Putin to stay in power past 2024. That's not a big surprise to me. Oh, yeah, I just saw a picture of Corey Feldman and I was reminded. If you guys um, haven't seen Corey Feldman's uh, new documentary, I believe it's called My Truth, The Rape of the Two Corys. Something really weird happened. See, Corey Feldman has been uh, working on this documentary for, what, 20, 30 years, right? And um, for very understandable reasons, has never released it or never, you know, I mean, he, he ended up financing this thing himself. Next, Netflix turned him down. Lifetime turned him down because this thing is going to ruffle a lot of feathers and uh, disrupt a lot of careers because... Uh, after Harvey Weinstein getting busted, people still, I mean, at least in the establishment, uh, they're still not willing to com you know, completely roll over on these horrible people. Uh, so Corey Feldman, he came out with this documentary, finally, finally, naming a lot of the accusers. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> finally, ah, I can't talk right. Finally naming a lot of these perpetrators in, in Hollywood, people that are doing this, Stuff that Corey Feldman has always said for years that Hollywood's been doing to young kids. What I don't know if you guys know about this, but uh, the documentary uh, premiered last night or the no, night before last, right? And uh, it premiered on online too. The whole thing went down. The whole thing crashed. Technical difficulties. It, it wasn't even watchable. Um, first of all, I think that's uh, kind of inconvenient for some people. Mm -hmm. Kind of weird, don't you think? Eh? But I watched a video that Corey Feldman posted on Twitter. And uh, he did something really cool. For the people that purchased a ticket, instead of only being able to you know, watch it once, you can go on the website right now. And it was streaming, non I think it's still going actually, streaming over and over, back to back, nonstop for 24 straight hours. Uh, but the reason I'm getting into this is because one of the people that Corey Feldman named was Charlie Sheen. In some ways... I'm not surprised. And in some ways, I am still pretty shocked. Uh, Feldman dropped a bomb. <laughs> he dropped a bomb. Um, if any of you... I'm just going to say this. Watch the documentary for yourself. First, okay? Before coming to any conclusions or anything. Me, personally, I've always felt that Corey Feldman was telling the truth. Um, Corey Feldman is Corey Feldman. <laughs> we all know who he is and how he is. We all know is his personality but uh, and Corey Feldman is amazing because he's one of the very few stars out there that is always sort of in clover no matter what kind of weird thing he does I mean he can go on the Today Show and make legitimately what I believe to be the worst live performance of all time the weirdest album ever made the some of the worst films I've ever seen <laughs> but um and some of the best too on top of that but um people want Corey Feldman to do well so much that more than any other famous person, we overlook <laughs> the, you know, weird things that he does. You know, the, the mis little career mistakes here and there. But if you think for one second that somebody's going to come out and do something like this in order to, I guess, make money or boost their fame or whatever, this, everybody knows this is not the way to do it. I mean, this is some career and potentially life-ending shit. I mean, what he did took some serious balls. Me personally... I believe him and I believe Corey Haim too because when Corey Haim before he passed away he was saying the same thing so yeah 
Uh, so far, just a really small statement from Charlie Sheen. Naturally, he's going to deny it. But, you know, Corey Feldman says, uh, I haven't watched a documentary myself, but apparently there is proof. Uh, there's proof in a lot of places. Apparently, Corey Feldman knew about Harvey Weinstein years before this happened. Matt Lauer, years before this happened. And uh, he did say something on Twitter that he regrets not speaking up sooner because looking back at it now, um, a lot of people could have, he could have saved a lot of people some hurt. But naturally, he said, you know, imagine how frightening this is. Ah, yeah, I can totally see that. <clears throat> so, yeah, I just wanted to touch base on that. Charlie Sheen is one of the people that Corey Feldman has come out and uh, accused of, uh, you know, molesting him and Corey. That's uh, Corey Haim. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know what you guys think about that. I, um, I've i never had reason to suspect that Corey Feldman was lying all this time. It's just, I don't know. That's just me. We're going a little long on this episode today. Let's just keep going. I'm having fun with this. Um, let's see. Things not to buy at Costco. How about everything? You guys ever been to a Costco? <laughs> uh, it's like... Uh, it's like Aldi's basement. Uh, most famous celebrity. I don't care. Iconic fashion and beauty products. Mm, yes. So, do, 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 do. Ooh, are we getting tapped out anyway? Coronavirus. News to stay informed. Advice to stay safe. Wrap yourself in plastic. Get one of those big, giant, boy-in-the-bubble things, and you'll be fine. Stocks tumble again. That's kind of natural, isn't it? Stocks going down because of this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, here it comes. Uh, uh. Ooh, that was awesome. That was a good one, Cassie. G-O-O-D apostrophe N. Good one. So, <laughs> she has no reply whatsoever. Cassie, uh, what she, like I said, what you hear on No Disclosure was, is what Cassie hears every day. Let's do one more, kids. Let's make it a good one. Wendy Williams. There's no... Uh, I don't want to talk about Wendy Williams. We're just polishing the brass on the Titanic at this point. She just doesn't know it yet. Um, let's see. Wow. Human race. We're actually doing kind of good today. This is how you know if you should be tested for coronavirus. Oh, whatever. John claude Van Damme shows off his ripped physique at age 59. Well... At age 59, huh? Showing off his muscular bod, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Let me ask you this. When has uh, when has Jean-Claude Van Damme not shown off his muscular bod? Okay? I've seen way too much of that man's butt and not actually going out there and searching for it on purpose. I just, I'm tired of looking at Jean-Claude Van Damme. I know he's European and uh, he was, uh, see, I think Jean-Claude Van Damme is quite brilliant, actually. Because he has this European sensibility to these action films of the 80s and how, you know, manly men were supposed to be in action films at the time. And he was quite flamboyant and, you know, doing the splits and showing off his body and dancing. It is just the weird, cringy, like, glamour shot photos he always had in magazines with, like, tigers and bear rugs and shit. <laughs> I've seen enough of Jean-Claude Van Damme's abnormally dark nipples i i really don't want to see it anymore <laughs> so guys we're getting we're gonna go <laughs> i'll catch you guys later thanks for listening to no disclosure again be fancy i love you all 
and um, have I, I I I was just I was going to tell you guys something. Oh yeah, join the uh, the 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 Tromathon with me. Or make sure to tell your Uncle Dennis about No Disclosure. Make sure to tell all your friends. Spread it around. Share, share, share. We got to get this thing growing. Yeah, we just have to. <laughs> I love you guys. Cassie, do you want to say anything to the peoples? Bye. Oh, she actually said bye to you. <laughs> I'm gonna. That's crazy. <laughs> Cassie. 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 <laughs> I've been bugging her this morning. I'm going to go uh, before all of you uh, uh, witness the sound of my actual human demise. Bye, guys. Uh, I already said that, didn't I? Be fancy. Love you all. And uh, I, I usually have something funny to say at the end, but I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing today. <coughs> yes. Ain't you know it's the faces here? No disclosure, business, confiscate.